Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Ooh, Seth Curry, boy. Good morning, New York City, on a Friday. Mm, beautiful Man. day yesterday. It's beautiful Friday. day coming today. Weekend coming. Ooh, feeling it. New York's got a come a long way with that view. I'm in the studio 24-7. It's been like 29 days straight. It begins for you now, Jay. 29 days straight. Weekends, work days. It doesn't matter. But it all works playoffs. together now. Why it's the playoffs. playoffs. Why are you complaining? Like you why did, it, did my tone sound like I was complaining? No, he talked about He sounded like he was energized. Like, yes. I got, I, this is all basketball, Negative wall Nancy. to wall. Fired it's up, Nate. ready to go. It's negative, negative Nate. Nate. Negative Nate. Nice. Is it Nate? Nate. I've never heard that. I've never heard Nate. negative Nate. Oh, yeah. Did you just make that Nate. up? No. Negative Is this Nate. the East Coast, West Coast thing now? It he's must either be. negative Nancy or he's Debbie Downer. De- yes. Debbie Downer. Not negative sure. Nate. Yeah, negative Nate. You just made negative Nate up. No, I did not. Have you ever heard of negative Nate? 888-SAY-ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, you're going to get a few of those. You think so? Yeah. But that, 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 that key is J-N-Z. That <laughs> scenic shot of the Brooklyn Bridge. Beautiful today. Was beautiful today. Mm-hmm. If you rewind... Six months ago, it was not. It was not. It, would be, it was not. It would be dark. It would be dark it and gloomy. Not only would it be dark, it would be snowy and just gross. Be nasty. But now it's great. Look how beautiful that now, is. Now it's you like, okay, okay that's what too. you need. But this is you doing it again. It's nice now. Why worry about did what you, happened six months ago? Did you ride your bike Because I'm today? afraid. No. No? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Not, not that kind I struggled. Of I'm, I'm hungry. Well, I gotta today. go to the. I gotta go to the store afterwards. So yeah. I. Oh, you got some stuff to do. Hungover. Yeah, the Jones. wife and I just had a whole bottle of wine last night. It was that kind of night. See, that's we, what we were laughing at the fact that we uh, missed kids. our anniversary. We we both wow. missed our anniversary. We got a text from my brother in law that said happy anniversary, and we were like, I, "You ever <laughs> have that moment where you Come get on. a text?" Because <laughs> it was just dead tired. Because your anniversary. Like, because because we have our we, the we have our we have our kid our our, our second kid Your Zane. Yeah. We're trying to go. It's through. a lot going on. He's always he's not <laughs> sleeping. I'm always up. My two year olds everywhere. We got the playoffs starting. We have our show. Just a lot of moving parts. So we got, I got a text from my brother in law. Said, "Oh, happy anniversary." And you ever get that text where you're like, "Oh, damn." <laughs> And in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got to do something. I got to do something else. So I started going on online. What can I do? What can I do? Right. And then I, I, I was in work. So you were talking. Can I remember this moment. This is uh-huh. last week. You were talking. I was like, I just laid out for like a good minute and a half, two minutes. Key was looking at me. I was like, I got, I'm so lost right now in my text. That it's our anniversary. I have no idea what to do. And then an hour into our show, my wife is like, oh, it's our anniversary. I forgot too. And I was like, oh, thank God. Exhale. We both forgot. Thank you, please. Put it in your phone as a reminder. I know, but I just I'm know, all over the know, place. Actually, you should do it as a reminder usually about a week before. A week before, before? then you can prepare. Have you guys never forgotten your anniversary or anything a significant day? Um, no. no. No? Never? Not like an anniversary. No, that's usually a pretty important day, Jay. I don't knock me for Jay? it. Jay? It just yes. Calendar reminder? Mm-hmm. Yes. I will I I put it in my phone moving forward. <laughs> you have it what's this say? Wedding day, 824. <laughs> Key has it in his phone. Wedding day, 824. All right. That's, that's he handed his yes. phone over to Jay. That is correct. That. Yes. I have it here. Well, see, my wife missed it too, so it's okay. When we laugh at it together, it's the bottle of wine Jay, last night. That's it. We understand yes. this now. Yeah, as we yes. you add more things to your life, I'm including plus, children, this is what goes on. Plus, in my household, there's a certain look and an energy with getting certain things are getting close. Mm-hmm. 
and you get that certain look and that energy, and yeah. you know, okay, wait a minute, okay, something something's like, coming, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, something, yeah. something. Okay, birthday, okay, so man. Yeah. Okay. So Mother's Day is coming up because it's a certain hint. See, I need you guys to put me on. You guys have been hints, through this before. I'm it's still new to the game. It clicks onto this. It clicks onto that. Did you see? You know all that, <laughs> right? Right. Your text all of a sudden something pops up. Yeah. What do you think of this? Yeah. Why what do you I, think? Oh. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Yeah, no, I'm with you. The best it, part, though, about kids is they're they'll let you. Help you. They will let. They're you going know. to help you. Yes. Okay. Vance and London are letting you know. Hey. We need to get mommy this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For when? Mother's Day. When is that? Sunday. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. See, you my know. wife doesn't want that. So my wife's like, like I, hey, here's a present. My wife's like, you didn't, you didn't write me a card? Oh, like, you didn't. Card. You know, can you put some thought into it? Wow. Like, is there something well, you would like to share with me? Like, that's what my the, wife wants, right? The best. And I'm like, uh, the car, you know, the car is like, now I, gotta I got the pen to the paper. I'm like, uh, I want to know what, what do I write? Best, How do I write it? The best thing, no, Jay, is is one, we're in a pandemic now, so it's a little bit different. We're t- coming out of it. And if I know you, I don't know your wife, but if I know you, she probably likes to shop every now and then on her own. Yes. Gift cards are, are always okay. a plus. Okay. okay. It's okay. always, like, it's yeah, always, always a, a plus. plus. Always on the anniversary, Very, a gift card, though? But you're not getting a gift card from, like, uh, uh, you want you need it, yeah. Amazon, yeah. you get the, you get the gift card for the two hundred dollar Amazon gift card. A gift Go, card happy for, anniversary, you're huh? getting a gift card for your lifestyle. Yeah, that's what you're getting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something. It's always because then when she with her girls and everybody, they can go shop it, and it feels it just. It feels right. Yeah. Okay. It's some thought in it, and most people out there would probably say, "Oh, that's easy. That's no thought. You got to be creative." No, there's thought to it because when she walk in and swipe it and be able to get. That purse that she wants. what she wants. What she wants, not what you got. And when it comes to cards. Wife just wants a letter. My wife looks at cards and says, that's a waste of money. She feels like I, I read it, then I throw it out. Like, so she doesn't ever want cards, which saves well, me a lot of trouble. Her come to my house. It saves me a lot of trouble. But when it comes to cards, though, the easiest thing to do is when, what am I supposed to say? Music lyrics. Very easy. Ooh. Music like, lyrics. Okay. It's simple. Like love, two lines. Like R&B done. love songs. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So easy. Grab two lyrics, leave it. She'll know the song probably. It might be an important song. That's all that matters. And right. you're done. All right. Pro tip. Yeah, all right. right. I like that. Thank you, guys. All right. I appreciate so, that. As we're always learning, we learn and we get through it together, guys. That's what we have <laughs> we to do. We get through it together. And as, as Jay mentioned, though, <laughs> NBA playoff season now is, is we are getting into the midst of it. We will have Adam Silver on with us later on in the show, 915, and that's going to be a great conversation to have with the commissioner after a play-in tournament so far the ratings through the roof mm. as expected i mean at one point that warriors lakers game six on half. espn yes top six and, and, half six and a half million? million people watching it and we're talking about around midnight eastern which is pretty incredible if you think about it but as we watch now the warriors and they've got to play memphis to think, to get in now for the eighth seed the warriors and steph curry against john morant and the grizzlies that's going to be fun as well to watch that matchup tonight but think about it this way, with Steph Curry and what he's done so far. Uh, Tim Legler, ESPN NBA analyst, former NBA player, great shooter himself, was on Greeny, and he made this point about Steph Curry and his legacy. Steph Curry won two MVPs before Kevin Durant went to Golden State, and, and his star was ascending year by year, and he was still just entering his prime years. And then Durant went there, and they cannibalized each other in a lot of ways in terms of, of how they're viewed historically. You know, they cannibalized their chances to win any more MVPs, all of that stuff. <clears throat> Steph Curry at that time was not really being talked about 
as an all-time great, like top 10 player, you know, second greatest point guard to Magic Johnson. For him to be able to do this again at this stage of his career, it basically what it's shown me is, can you imagine what the last five years or so would have looked like if Kevin Durant never went there? Where Steph Curry would have cemented himself clearly as a top 10 player and, and in some people's minds, the greatest po- second greatest point guard of all time. Now, I want you guys to, again, marinate on this for a comment. moment. But just, yeah, there's a lot there to yes. discuss and a lot there to break down. But I wanted you to hear it first. I wanted everybody to hear it first and kind of let it marinate for a second because there's a lot there having to do with Steph Curry, what he could have been versus what I think he's becoming. Because this year, more than any year, to me, is defining the greatness of Steph Curry. The Warriors are hoping Steph Curry can once again get it, get in the zone in tonight's eight-seed game between the, the Warriors and Memphis. Get in the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone, as we repeat. Uh, so again, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number to be part of that conversation. You heard what Leg said. So did, did KD kind of slow down the, the ability for Steph Curry to become an all-time great my argument's going to be that I believe this season is what's setting up for that. We'll get the guys' take on that, of course. More on Steph Curry, his legacy. Did KD ruin it while he was there? Or is that chance still there for him, especially this year? That's coming up next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Shot clock down to eight. Curry gets it back. Let's it fly from three. Butter! I don't know what, what else to say about Steph. We've been through this all year. Just very difficult to express just how good he is. Definitely the MVP in my book. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Shot clock down to eight. Curry gets it back. Let's it fly from three. Butter! I don't know what, what else to say about Steph. We've been through this all year. Just definitely the MVP in my book. I don't know what.
what y'all, y'all well, that is what, what 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 Jay just did there. Keyshawn what, J. What, Will Zubin. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests, join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Adam Silver going to join us at nine fifteen. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. The NBA Commissioner. But Jay just said something that's definitely going to now carry into this. You heard Tim Legler talk about Steph Curry's legacy. Felt like, you know, KD going to the Golden State might have squelched a little bit of his um, his meteoric rise into maybe all-time greatness. And yet, as we're coming back from break, you, you set it up, so go ahead. I just I asked mean, you, I said, do you guys think, think that he's Stephen Curry is top ten greatest player of all time? All time? And I didn't say anything. Yeah, you were incomplete. Alan, you said yes. I said, yeah, I think matter he is. Of fact. Well, if you're going to call somebody the best shooter ever, yep. then how is he not in the top 10 all time? If he's if he does something okay. better than anyone who's ever done it, shouldn't he be in that so top 10? So you say yes. You say I say no as of right now. I think about he's not tr- yet. You say no. I, yeah, I mean, not I, yet. He has to there has to be a complete body of work. And like I actually I don't know about you guys, got but some like, rings, I, he got some MVPs. I hear that I st- okay, well I hear it, I start writing it down. So are LeBron and Michael Jordan, they're in a, a group of their own. They're in the penthouse. Okay, they're in the penthouse. That's two. Is he is he better than Kobe Bryant? Steph? Yes. I think he's there. I think he's there. Don't you? I mean, Kobe Bryant has five chips. I mean, and he yeah. has more accolades. Him and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Way more accolades than okay. Steph. Okay. Okay. You know, so we're still going five. Uh, yeah, right, not even five yet. Okay. Shaq? Oh, yeah. Come on. Shaq had a three-peat. Shaq is three three-time finals MVP. Right. That's that's dominant. Okay. Shaq's one of the most dominant players who ever played the game. Yeah. Shaq have any league MVPs? Uh, I, I think so. I'm just put. I'm just saying. You're asking me. I'm putting guys on the same floor. If I have a if I have a building and I've got a penthouse, we're going, yeah. Jordan and LeBron are in that penthouse, okay. and there's no other floor. There's no that's other. Right. Yeah, that, that's rooms. a floor. That's what I'm saying. That's two. And now Kobe, we're on the next floor. Kobe, Kareem, Kareem, Shaq, Magic Johnson. Yeah, Kareem played for 20 years, so Steph's not done yet. So uh, as you I, said, I, I said that's a complete body of work. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm saying as of right now. Yeah, as of right I'm now. I'm not saying where it's going to be in five years from now when he's 30. I'm projecting years old. he will be. How about that? I, I, okay, that's fine. I, okay. I would say I would project that too. I'm just saying as of right now because I people say he's the second greatest point guard. Okay, like that's Magic. So Magic is ahead of him with mm-hmm. Magic's championships. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan has five chips, more defensive awards. See, again, you're going with that. Versus like that, I'm going through. Who Tim played for a team that for 20 years <laughs> won 50 games every year, never had a losing season. They were always great. What Steph's doing this year, and, and this is based off what Legs is saying. I, I just want to say this, and then you guys, as the pros, tell me if I'm wrong. As a member of the media, as mm-hmm. that guy, you already key, started off wrong, right? Look, I, as I, well, no, no, we are the curators of the sport. That's what we do. And so I look at it and I say, you know what? What he did during the Warriors quote-unquote, dynasty years, fantastic, because he was still one of their main guys, their alpha yes, guys. absolutely. Great player. Absolutely. And also has all the awards. But what he's done this year in a team that was going south, in a team that looked like a lot of other guys would have just pulled the plug, like, this team's not good enough. We're, we're too young, not experienced. They don't know how to win. He turned it from not liking the way we're playing to let me show you how to do it, and he has carried them since then. So with that, if they win tonight and get into the postseason, this to me adds to his legacy, despite the fact oh, that they beat eight. Yes, yeah, absolutely. When you are great and don't have a lot of greatness around you, and still drag your team, and still accomplish something major. That you mean like only drag your team. your greatness. And what I would say, and what I would say, is part of everything you said, and to kind of put a sweetener on top, he changed the style of play in the NBA. The shot that we saw LeBron James make the other night mm-hmm. wouldn't have taken place. If it wasn't for Steph Curry, that's right. They wouldn't have never. He wouldn't have never even tried that. Wouldn't have needed. It wouldn't. It, it would just wouldn't have been a shot that was even 
on our television screens. Um, as far as the whole top 10 and if he's this and that, it's hard because everybody that's on Jay's list is already done. Right. That's why I said he Because fair. you he's even, in the, in, the end, in the end, Kevin Durant's going to be in there somewhere. Yes. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I yes. would think. Yes. In the end, Kevin Durant yes, is going be. to be in there somewhere. So it's kind of like it's, it's still going mm-hmm. on. Right, it's, oh, it's always a, it's on. always a fluid list because there's players that are still playing, and there's going to be some guys that are going to move. Yeah, but off you can but you can tell that are going to be tough you, to move. You can tell Jay in sports the projection side of where those individuals that are still playing are going to end up. Like if everything goes well and Kevin Durant stays healthy, he's going to probably slide in that top five. Right? I yeah. mean, that's just kind of what you see. If Steph Curry. Stays healthy, and Clay Thompson comes back, and they're able to win one or two more because they add a piece or two. Did he slides into that top five, six, seven? I mean, that's just what it is. It's still going on. Let's call this straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Go ahead, Jay. I w- it's just interesting even hearing like the hypotheticals because I heard legs on the sound that said, you know, if KD doesn't go there or something along these lines, yes, that's correct. That you know, the body of work for Steph will be will look a lot different. Like, because he would uh, put up a lot of bigger numbers and he would have to carry the load differently. And I say, okay, like, that is correct. It would have been different. But, like, do they win two more championships without Kevin Durant? I, I don't know. That's a legit question, right? Do yeah. you even get That's to, a legit question. Do you even get to I mean, that Kevin last Durant final? also got, yeah, you had, you, he got two finals MVPs. He played a pretty significant role. So, yes, we haven't seen Steph Curry the way he played this year like that back then because he had KD. But then I, I don't know if Steph can – elevate that team to championship level by himself because the rest of the league was catching up. Like, it's a, it's a fair argument. But he didn't need to shoot. And this is not knock. I think Steph Curry is one of the most tremendous players I've ever seen in the history of the damn game. Like, not saying he's not top 10 right now. He's not being disrespectful to no. Steph Curry. Like, he's still my top 15, like top 20 all time. He's trending in the direction of being top 10. I'm just not ready to put him in there right now. Well, because all those guys are retired and they already yeah, showed us everything anyway, right? right? They've already given us... Everything. I mean, it's, it's nothing left. And as far as five years ago, like Legs was talking about, Steph didn't need to shoot as much with those guys. He didn't need to score yes. 50. It's something that he just didn't need to do. And didn't so mean he couldn't do he it. Shouldn't he shouldn't be punished yes. Agreed. for that. He shouldn't be punished for that. Like, he doesn't need to make those crazy shots. Now he does because he's carrying the team. It's totally different. And I find that more compelling. I don't know if Absolutely. you guys think. We Absolutely. love watching greatness. We love watching super teams. But I also Man, get I tell something people, out of what I tell people all the time about my own career when they start talking. I say, just look when I left the building. Look what happened to y'all when I left the building. That's all that matters. And look what happened when I went somewhere else yeah. at that position. Can I say something, though? That's it. If, if, we are, if we are utilizing this argument to appreciate the greatness of Stephen Curry, use the same argument to appreciate the greatness of LeBron James. Because if Steph Curry is Absolutely. bringing this team to the eighth seed, I don't want to hear people that say, whoa, LeBron James, look at his record in the finals. Do you know what teams LeBron James brought to the damn finals? No. Matthew Della Vadova, Booby Gibson. <laughs> and we, we can talk through it. He didn't bring them to the eighth seed. 
He brought them to the finals. Yeah, but I wouldn't so, even have that argument. I know, Jay, but people, people like to use that against Braun. Like, man. look at his finals record, and that's what holds him back because Jordan had like the 6 0 record, and people going. I'm just saying, this, this utilize the same argument for Steph okay. to appreciate his greatness for LeBron James and the teams that he carried Dude, to this, the finals. This conversation AC, is going to come up again later in the show because there's something else championships, that we said. man. I, I know, but people use that. that. Like, I hate when fans are like, well, look at his record in the finals. You know how hard it is to bring teams to the finals? Look what Steph has to do to bring his team to the eighth. Seed. They're fighting for the eighth seed tonight. That ain't the only one. Here it is. He was in the East. <laughs> oh, he was oh, in the there East. Is that too. There is that okay. too. But use that same argument. We just put him in the penthouse. Like, like so. There's. I don't think that's disrespectful just either. We are already accepting Damn. the fact that he is in the argument of one, two, whatever you feel. You know, Kareem can't get a penthouse. That's what we I'm can't saying. build an extra penthouse. In a, we can't build a, in my penthouse. When, when you sorry. start, Kareem when you, my penthouse. When you start with the, the NBA, we, we you don't limited. start with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Something wrong, man. So now we're putting three. We're putting three I mean, apartments on the building. Building. More accolades I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, ninety-nine as a football player, as a football player, in a uh, a crack basketball player. I start with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with the conversation when they start. I just, just me. What, and they ain't is, got nothing to do with. What is a crack basketball yeah, yeah, player? I'm trying I'm to figure like that out. Like very negative Nate, crack basketball. So many keys this morning. Crack basketball player, man. <laughs> really think you good? I'm not a court you really, no, ah, you, really, ah, you really think you good and you I haven't seen not. a scratch move before. <laughs> All right, well, Steph Curry, not the only <laughs> two-time MVP, <laughs> still trying to build his legacy. But is Giannis going to complete complete his his career in Milwaukee or elsewhere. Oh, the Milwaukee uh-oh. situation is one we got to discuss, and we'll do that after this from O'Reilly. Or your wiper blades, you didn't know who was going. Or your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't compromise your visibility with streaks or smearing on your windows. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. The professional parts and people will help you navigate their wide selection to find just the right wiper blades for your vehicle. O'Reilly Auto Parts will even install your wiper blades free of charge. See better, drive safer with new wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Coming up this morning on KJC, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on the play-in tournament and the state of the NBA as we head into the playoffs. Adam Silver with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This morning at 9.15 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. One. Get out! All the right field. Well hit. Albert Pujols has hit his first home run as a Dodger. Of course he has. That was the call in AM570 LA Sports. Albert Pujols homered in a Dodgers 3-2 win over the Diamondbacks. It was the three-time NL MVP's 668th career home run. The most among active players. Fifth all-time. Pujols joined the Dodgers from the Angels on a one-year deal Monday, and the Dodgers have won four straight key since. Yes, that is correct. Thank you, Angels. Thank you, Angels. (laughs) The Wizards beat the Pacers 142-115 to in the Eastern Conference play-in tournament for the eighth seed, so the Wizards clinch it, and they they get a date with the number one-seeded 76ers. As for the Western Conference tonight, Warriors-Grizzlies with a chance to earn the final spot and a date with the top-seeded Utah Jazz in the Western Conference first round. That game is on both ESPN-TV and ESPN Radio. Coverage begins at 8.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder verbally agree to their trilogy fight. The fight is set for a tentative date of July 24th. Now, earlier this week, an arbitrator ruled that Fury was contractually obligated to give Wilder a rematch after the two men fought to a draw on 2018. Fury picked up a seventh-round TKO victory to win the WBC heavyweight title in February of 2020. SportsCenter brought to you by Indeed. When you're looking to hire people fast, better late than never doesn't cut it. Fortunately, Indeed has instant match. Sponsor a job, and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. More at Indeed.com slash credit. Market. Madness continues on the show as we go from region to region, setting it up, trying to get our top seeds. So now, and you are part of this, you do the voting from here on in as we got all of, all of these, our top seeds from the 16 markets that we went through. We brought in our experts from each market to tell us who was number one in their market as far as popularity goes of sports figures. And then we took them all, we put them into different regions. Today, we have a region, the One Name Wonders. And that is Giannis, that is Yachty, that is Penny, and T.Y. I think we all can kind of figure out who all those are, right? Yes. So right now, at KeyJNZ on Twitter, voting until 8 a.m. Eastern, Giannis leading the way at 43.2%. Yachty Molina at 247 That is, of course, the Cardinals. Penny Hardaway, that's from Memphis, Nashville. We kind of combine the two at 226 T.Y. Hilton, not so great at... 9.5%. Surprised? No. Uh, no. The NFL I, I, usually does really well. But. Yeah, but you're up against Giannis. Giannis is a couple MVPs recently. Yachty's very popular in St. Louis also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he just got there. And for St. Louis, is good. But you're going up against Giannis and with a one name. If you say Yachty, how many people across knows Yachty versus baseball. Giannis? Baseball fans. Baseball, yeah, yeah. But, Yachty. But yeah. Y- baseball, yeah, Yachty. But I think baseball, sports fans in general, if you say 
Giannis, if you, you say, already know who you're talking about. But also social know, media wise too, right? Maybe. Like, yeah, okay. But if you say Yachty, you know championship. When you say Giannis, not yet. See, if you say wow. Yachty, if look you say Yachty. Look, look at you doing that. I'm just saying. And with that in mind, it is something that I think we should go back to as we talk about. We went to our experts in each market. Jen, Jen Lada on ESPN Wisconsin was on the show Tuesday giving us the breakdown out of the Wisconsin, the, the Green Bay, Milwaukee market, and gave us our, our, the top three. And this is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here's how she, she – the reason why we have Giannis and not Aaron Rodgers, she explains why Rodgers is not number one in that market. Because of that saga, I had to drop him to number two because I think there's a lot of people here who have turned on Rodgers because as much as he has said wow. he wants to retire a Packer, he wants to spend his whole career here, the developments from two and a half weeks ago indicate that maybe he does want to go somewhere else. And to many people it feels very similar to the drama they went through back in 2008 with Brett Favre. So there are people here who are like, dude, I'm over it. Take your talent. Go somewhere else. Jen Lotta again from ESPN. Can I try Wisconsin. this one more time? So that's Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk. Wireless, no contract, no compromise. They're yelling in my ear, Lada. And for some reason I keep saying Lada. Lada. Jen Lada. Like, because I'm thinking of Lottie Dottie. Lottie you know what Dottie. I mean? So I we see like the, the name party. and I we just think of. Trouble. Exactly. We well, okay. Yeah, so okay. that's why. Anyways, moving on. My goodness. <laughs> just scream louder. I'll get it right the next time. It's well, Lada. The, yeah, I would think, <laughs> the I, point I, is, though, Aaron Rodgers not number one in that market. Yeah. He could be gone. What about Giannis? If they don't win and the Bucks, like it starts to become that thing where we're not, we don't trust the Bucks anymore. That's a couple years away, though. Uh, yeah, it's I think that's two years yeah, away. Two I, years away, easy. It, they don't win it he this just year. Signed. Well, depending upon where they got knocked out, if they get knocked out in the first round by Miami. Coach Bud's going to be gone. Conversation is going to start. Well, yeah, that's a couple Quickly. years. That's a couple years from yeah. now, though, right? The conversation, like Jay said, the conversation starts today. He's fired. They bring in somebody else. They try it again. It doesn't work. And then that next year, it's like, man, I can't deal with I y'all no more. I got to get out of here. It's two years away. It, it could be, it could be a still- similar Houston thing. It could be, though. I mean, it's a mass exodus. Within I mean, two years, Houston went from like, being right, one of the best like, to being were, like, ugh. It was a market of champions, a market of winners, a market of superstars, to it's desolate now. But they still got uh, Yelich. He's still there. For now, in right? Milwaukee, yeah, yeah, right. Well, they have, think about it. all MVPs: he'll, he'll Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Giannis, Christian well, Yelich. It, 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 it could be here. a mass exodus, but it will never be as bad as Houston because nobody in that area is cheating the way the Astros wow. have. What? No, I mean nobody has cheated the way the Astros wrong. have. The Astros cheating that makes you're that makes wrong. it exponentially worse. But the Astros cheating, they still got their chip, and some of those cheating players are still there. Well, that's so what I'm saying. It's no a, cheating players are in Milwaukee. What we're saying is. Those guys could be completely gone out of Milwaukee. That, that's the point. Is like Aaron Rodgers yeah. Yeah, pretty know, much wants out, right? Yeah. You've been saying yeah, it. Yeah, and June much. 1st coming up, which is a key date that everybody keeps talking about. Peyton Manning tells TMZ that he, he hopes. Peyton. Peyton Manning's on TMZ? He's he talking probably, TMZ? I think it, most likely TMZ? he was walking through an airport. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Usually okay. that's okay. how they get you. That's right? how they get you. Hey, right? Peyton. They get you outside of LAX every single time. Hey, Jay. You're like. Big fan, big fan. Hey, hey, what do you think of that? Right, that's always that kind of question. But uh, he was asked about Aaron Rodgers, of course, and and he hopes he stays there. And he said this: When I think of Aaron, I think of him as a Green Bay Packer. Hopefully, they get it worked out. I look forward to seeing him play this year somewhere. Remember, Peyton is also a guy that went to Denver, and I think of the Colts to do it. So, and then I don't think of the Colts anymore. Like, like, so, so we uh, do we think it's. He's definitely out. Like we we keep coming back to this conversation, but the dude is in Hawaii right now, unless he came back. So he's on vacation. They start 
off-season OTAs on Monday, this coming Monday, and he, I don't believe that he's going to be there. I don't believe he's going to be around. So you start that process of – put it this way. I feel like he's going to be in Denver. I don't feel like he's going to be in Green Bay. For a number of little breadcrumbs, reasonings, conversations – uh, people that I know in Denver, people that are covering the Packers, that this just doesn't feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Green Bay Packer in September. How should that be received in Green Bay? Because as you heard, he's already losing steam. Yeah, not, yeah. Can not, I try not, this I again? I'm going to try right this word. one more time. Aaron Rodgers wants to eat at a restaurant rather than telling him he doesn't have a seat, they're going to put up the sign that closed. says closed. Meaning we don't want you here. Meaning we don't want you here. So did I get it right this time? Sort of. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Timing yeah. was a lot better on the punchline on that one. Okay. As opposed but, to but for him to, to – it'll be forcing his way out, right? Should that should, – did that be held against him? Is that going to impact his legacy I, with, as a Packer? Because you just – you know, Peyton said we all say it. It's like when you think of Aaron Rodgers, you think of him as a Green Bay Packer he's the, in that yeah. uniform – and how should they? How should that fan base respond to this? He's the first quarterback of all these quarterbacks, Jay, that have left their teams from a legacy standpoint. He would be the first to leave his team on his own. And what I mean by that is Brett Favre left Green Bay because they didn't want to deal with him anymore. Mm-hmm. They one foot in, one foot out, right? Joe Montana, we got Steve Young behind you. We like you, Joe. You're our guy, but Steve is better at this moment. Get out. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you go and you look at – the history of the legacy quarterbacks that have left their teams is because the team didn't want them. Aaron Rodgers is the first that I know of that says, I don't want to be here with you. So it could potentially stain the Milwaukee Green Bay relationship, but for how long? Yeah, I I think that's your last question that you asked is it for how long? Because it will stain it. It will stain it. It's going to divide the fan base. I've heard a lot of people in that area say, if you don't want to be here, then leave. Go somewhere. Fine. Like, get rid of you. Now, whether he wants to pay that money back if they decide to hold on to him will be up to Aaron Rodgers. Right. But I do think in time, it, it happens all the time you get with forgiven. different teams. You, I don't know if you forgive, but you're like, you, you want to own greatness, right? Not every team has greatness that they can own. There is greatness with Aaron Rodgers. You may not like the way he left. But it's not like you're going to say he wasn't one of ours eventually. eventually. Like, he is still a yeah, because you got to you got to you got to put his name. You got to retire his job. You yes. got to do all of that because in the end, he's going to have all these records and all. You want to be a part of that. Exactly. You want to share Celebrated. his greatness and his celebration. While he was a Packer, Peyton yes. Manning. Yes. Peyton Manning hurt his neck. He would have never played for the Denver Broncos, but he hurt his neck. And Indianapolis said, "We're not giving you twenty five million dollars. You can go play somewhere else because we don't believe." You're going to come back from that injury at the level, and he wouldn't want a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, the other story he like was you asked said, there was to always, leave. The team was moving on. Yes, the team all was the other stories on. where this is one where the player is like, "I'm done here," yeah. and that is similar to LeBron leaving Cleveland. Is it? He, he, yeah, it is the first time. The, the first time when the he second made, time when everybody he made said, it out, so yes, they understood. Yeah. but here's the thing that's working against Aaron Rodgers, and and I know that Key says. Because Key said this before, like, I don't need to say anything to the media about my situation, and I understand that. But the longer Aaron Rodgers doesn't say anything, 
and the more you have people with inside the organization for the Packers saying, we want you, we love you. I can't imagine life without you. We want to remedy this. We're sorry. We messed up. We should have communicated to you about Jordan Love. We want to make you the highest paid quarterback. I think the more that works against Aaron Rodgers. Because people are like, what, what, well, Aaron, what tell us what's want? going yes, on. Yes. Like, what, what, do you, what more do you want exactly. from us or our organization? It could, it could work against him unless he has something to combat that, that he's just holding on to until he's ready to unleash. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, the money thing, much like I told Mike Tannenbaum, and, and he's going to join us here in a minute, much like I told Mike is that you could come to me today and you could communicate with me today and you can offer me everything in front of the world. And then that can change tomorrow. It could change tomorrow. I can't mm. trust you. Mm. I understand you want to make me the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the National Football League. Damn it, I'm going to get that wherever I go. I'm going to get that. Wherever I go, I'm going to be the highest-paid dude before I sign on the dotted line. They're going to acquire me and give me a new contract. That's just what happens when you are at this level. Oh, we can give you a street named after you. Okay, so you give me, me. Yeah, but you're going to do that anyway. You're going to do that anyway. You give me an alley. Anyway. Okay, if I go to Denver and I win a championship or two, they're going to name the highway after me too. So all those little things that you think are important are not as important as you communicating with me. And now you want to communicate with me. All of a sudden, you want to communicate with me. Interesting. Hmm. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. With that in mind, let's bring in, you mentioned him, Mike Tannenbaum right now on the Goodyear Hotline, our ESPN NFL front office insider. Uh, we got a lot to get to with you, Mike T., but just quickly on, on the Rodgers thing as we're talking about legacy – when you're in the front office of any organization, you're not thinking about that as a player is, is still, uh, you know, playing for you. But if you're on the Rodgers side of things, though, the way he's going to leave Green Bay, it's interesting to see how he'll be received when he does eventually come back. Yeah, I heard what Keith had to say. And look, I think he is right. As it relates to money, the market is the market. He's the reigning MVP, back-to-back championship games. But I would go down the road of legacy, and here's why. If I'm Green Bay and I'm in a somewhat of a competitive situation because we screwed up and now he's trying to leave and go to either Denver, Raiders, wherever, what's the one thing we have that they don't – that is legacy. So I would work really hard to figure out what's important to him. There has to be some charity, some foundation, something that is meaningful to Aaron Rodgers, and I would try to tie that into him staying in Green Bay because if I'm the Packers, I think that's my best and likely chance of success. All right, Mike, the Jaguars have officially signed Tim Tebow. What position do you think Keyshawn should come back and play in the NFL today? <laughs> man, stop. What do you think, <laughs> running back? Uh, Safety. I'll tell you what, Keyshawn Johnson today would be a better tight end in the NFL than Tim Tebow because there's plenty of tape of Key being a great blocker when he played. I just don't see Tim Tebow being able to do that. I've seen both players, and – I would go with Key over Tim. and <laughs> I Key. dare you. And there's, I, I, I have tape to back that up. No, I get it. I'm talking about Jay. I'm talking about if I came back, what position I would play. What? It was a legit question. No, it is a legit question. There's no question about it. I, and look, man, I'm, I, I said it before, I, the Tim Tebow situation, Mike. You know, I've, I feel bad for him right now, and it's not his fault 100%. I would put probably, if we put a percentage on it, 75% of it is Urban Meyer for whatever reasons. I just feel after coming on NFL Live yesterday and sitting back and reflecting on listening to 
how everybody treated the signing of it. I just feel bad for him because Urban Meyer set him up for failure in terms of public perception, really have. But how's that going around the league, though, Mike? How's the rest of the league viewing something like this? Yeah, I have two two thoughts. First of all, if you're Houston, Indian, Tennessee, you're doing backflips today, and here's why. Your competitor is making decisions based on a relationship, not on a meritocracy. And in the NFL, every draft choice counts, every cap dollar counts, every precious resource you have to improve your team is meaningful. And when you give away a spot to somebody based on a relationship, it puts you at a competitive disadvantage. And here's the other part of the story that, to me, not enough has been made of, which is Trevor Lawrence. I made a mistake. I traded for Tim Tebow nine years ago. When we did that, Mark Sanchez's agents rightfully were like, what are you doing? That's not going to help the development of your young quarterback. And what happens when Tim Tebow scores on a quarterback sneak and then on the next series, Trevor Lawrence throws a pick six? You have a quarterback controversy in Jacksonville. And your highest and best chance of success (laughs) for the next 10 years is you need Trevor Lawrence to be great. And having Tim Tebow in the program does nothing in helping Trevor Lawrence's development. I think Tim's a great person. I think there's some really great characteristics of him. Make him a coach, make him an advisor. But to have him in the locker room as a player, I think it hurts Trevor Lawrence's development. Mike, you not only in front office, you've you've also been an agent. So if you were Trevor Lawrence's agent since you brought him up, how would you be handling this right now? I'd be really upset. And look, he hasn't signed his contract, and I'm not suggesting he's going to hold out or go anywhere. I don't think that's going to happen. But I'll I'll tell you what, I would be really upset and let them know that. Like, this is not a great way. Like, we are partners. We are standing shoulder to shoulder. He knows better than anybody. He was the first pick in the draft in 96. It is a partnership. The player's success is the organization's success. And this is not helping Trevor Lawrence's success. And they would know that in no uncertain terms. Mm. Let me ask you this in terms of, you know, for for me, Mike, it's about eight years removed from the NFL. And I keep trying to tell guys and people this. It's not about whether he can play the position or not or this or that. He hasn't played football in eight years. As a general manager, you as a front office guy, for somebody like myself, for instance, had I retired and let's say I wanted to come back and play two years after retirement, maybe even three but I was a really good player in the NFL, would you be interested in signing that if I could still go opposed to eight years of not playing football and really never did anything in the league? Yeah, Key, look, every year you get away, it becomes harder and harder, and we've seen that over and over again. The Des Bryants of the world, even Antonio Brown, let's face it, he's not the same A player he once was. He's still a good player. But skill diminishment happens quickly in the NFL because the margin between being productive and not is so small. And when you have younger players who are training every single day, it's just, it's physics, it's science. It is really hard to do what you're talking about coming back after two years. And to me, when you're trying to come back after eight years on a position change, I just think it's inconceivable to be successful. And again, when you're running a franchise and an organization, what is the upside to this move? He's a backup tight end, and he's going to take away meaningful attention from your young franchise quarterback. And again, because of his popularity, I think it could just – there's so many unforeseen developments that you just don't know that I would have stayed a million miles away from doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so speaking of popularity, have you been seeing all this stuff with Derek Henry recruiting Julio Jones via Twitter? 
And if so, Mike, how likely is it that the Falcons try to navigate a trade for Julio Jones? Yeah, I think a, a trade is likely. I, I think the Rams, Baltimore, and Tennessee. But, boy, Tennessee makes a lot of sense for a number of reasons. They're in a win-now mode. Their quarterback's over 30. They lost a really good receiver in Corey Davis. Julio Jones would come there with A.J. Brown and make them immeasurably better. Arthur Smith, the current head coach of the Falcons, was the offensive coordinator of Tennessee. He knows that roster well. Maybe it's a player like a Rashawn Evans, a good young linebacker, and a second-round pick. Maybe that's a win-win. So I think at this point, the fact that this story is still out there tells me that there's probably something to it. Julio Jones, he's obviously much closer to the end than the beginning. Terry Fontenot, the new GM of the Saints, from the Saints, who's the GM of the Falcons. Arthur Smith, new head coach. If you're going to do something like this, you do it in year one. So to me, this really makes sense that after June 1st, he could get moved. Mike, would you trade him? Boy, that's a great question, Key. You know, probably not, and here's why. Matt Ryan, if you've made the decision that we're going to stick with Matt Ryan and not draft, you know, whatever quarterback, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, whoever you would have liked at number four, if you're saying, hey, we're going to stay with Matt Ryan and try to win for the next three years, I'm keeping Julio Jones. I think it's somewhat inconsistent to say, like, we're going to win now with Matt Ryan but move on from Julio Jones. So um, we'll see how it plays out. Because those two, to me, would be in lockstep. They've had a great run together. And I don't know why you would keep an aging veteran quarterback and get rid of you know the best player. Now, look, their future is going to be about Kyle Pitts, who we all think is going to be a superstar. But I would hold on to Julio Jones if I had Julio that right. Jones, wow, huh? wow, Mike. The narrative is interesting. As an executive, you trade Keyshawn Johnson, mm. but you retain Julio Jones. Wow. Interesting. That uh, hmm. suggests something. Hmm. Well, again, just for the record, we asked for one first-round pick, but Rich McKay, the USC-educated general manager of the Buccaneers, absolutely insisted on giving us two first-round picks. So, you know, it was offer. I couldn't refuse. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I just know San Diego was really good to me against the Raiders in that Super Bowl trophy. That's all I know. Mike, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it thanks, as always. Mike. All right, I got those two first-round picks right back here if you need them. So. <laughs> it's always what you do, and that's what matters the most. Mike Tanner uh, on the Goodyear hotline. I was waiting for that question to be asked, though, because you knew he had that history yeah. of trading you, but he would not trade Julio Jones. It'd be interesting to see what the Falcons end up doing with him because if Matt Ryan's got some more years left in him, you want as many weapons around him as you can. So a dunk, and not even from a basketball court. That's next, KJZ, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app.